everybody. Welcome to episode 81 of the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, and alongside me is Tyler. That's me. And we've had a week, as we do every week. But, yeah, it's it's more of the same for me, Tyler. How about you? Um, sort of, kind of, not really. I don't fucking know. I'm just doing. Mm. Just doing. I was able to play some video games, but, yeah. That sounds good. Have I wish been I been able had to play to. anything. Uh, yeah, I I really I didn't get to play much. Yeah. Got grind away. Yeah, I found Got I study. Yeah, I found a game that I can play while studying, and that's about it. Yeah. What's that game? That game is XCOM 2, and the only reason I can play it while studying is because it still runs so poorly on the PlayStation 4 a year after it's been out already. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So you can, like, do a turn, study, do another mm-hmm. turn. And waiting on loading screens, I can study a little bit, write a few yeah. things down. Yeah, that's that's the state of things playing XCOM 2 for me. Nice. But the actual game itself is fun when, like, you're actually playing it. Yeah. It's just really frustrating, the parts in between getting to play it, because it just takes so long. Mm-hmm. But at least it somewhat works. Last time I quit XCOM 2 because the UI was just so fucked up that I couldn't get beyond a certain point. Yeah, yeah, that's not fun. Hmm. But now I'm playing it. I have a few cool characters. I model after real life people. You're in my game. Oh, shit. You're a gr- you're a grenadier or. A gr- yeah, which means you have a big old grenade launcher and a chain gun. That's cool. Yeah. Do I kick ass? Oh, yeah, you kick ass. You you can launch grenades awesome. so far. Like, it's super useful when I need to, like, blow a hole in a wall to get an angle on a guy. Yeah. And your chain gun can, like, lay down suppressive fire so they can't they can't uh, fire back effectively. Yeah. It's really Fuck cool. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Hell, yeah. Mm. I'll be real sad. You gotta let me know if I die. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know if you die. Maybe after I'm done with being so busy... <laughs> Here in a couple weeks, I'll, I'll be able to stream some of it because I I I feel like that's a good game to stream. It's a good chill game, <sighs> and I yeah. haven't streamed and I haven't streamed since I've started this new schedule. Been going from like six forty-five to officially five o'clock, but unofficially I've been working after my hours until mm-hmm. like eleven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that shit sucks, but hey, you know, not too much longer, it'll be over before you know it, and video games will always be here. Yeah, they will be and here, and just soak them all in. Except I won't, because they'll stack so high that I can't see the top, can't see around them. There's well, so many games the, waiting for me. Can you see the top anyways? <sighs> Dude, don't, don't ask me those questions, man. <laughs> Oh man! But enough about what I've been playing. It's been—it's just been XCOM. What, what, what have you been doing? Played some of that Dishonored, Death of the Outsider. Oh, and oh I finished it. I'm glad you did because that's something that's on the list. Yeah, um, you know I love Dishonored, and I love playing Dishonored in in big chunks and. I played this game in a pretty, pretty big chunk, finished it. I want to say three, three different sittings. And it's not a super long game. I think it took me about six and a half hours. Um, I thought it was going to be like eight levels because you pull up the thingy, Bob, that, that shows where you've traveled and stuff. And there's eight spots. So I'm like, Oh, it'll be eight levels, but there's not in, and I was at kind of the fourth level or whatever. And I'm like, man, I've played this game for like five hours and people are saying it's a short game. I'm like, what the fuck? I still have like half a game left, but no. And, and you know, I don't think it be, you know, it's a shorter game and that's totally cool. Cause it, it feels like a, a fun dishonored game. Um, the levels though, they're very entertaining because it's dishonored and it's dishonored's gameplay 
that makes everything shine. But there's no level in this game that is a clockwork mansion like in Dishonored 2 or really just about a lot of levels in Dishonored 2. Um, they, they feel a little bit more like the levels in Dishonored 1. That's not a bad thing. There are some pretty cool ones. There's like a bank heist, which that one's really fun. Uh, the last level is just creepy as shit, I felt. Like the atmosphere of that level is like, whoa, what is going on? And, uh, you know, the story's really cool too. And I think this might have maybe the best dishonored story out of all all the games uh just because it's a little bit more contained and it's and it's cool and i like i like billy lurk as a character rosario rosario dawson does a great job voice acting and everything and it's interesting it builds out the dishonored world in an interesting way kind of sad to be to that it's over though Mm. you know I mean, they said this is the end of Dishonored and there's no plans to make another game right now, which kind of sucks. And, you know, the outsider is a very important character to the Dishonored world. And and so, yeah, things happen. And afterwards, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm not sure, you know. I figured they would maybe leave it open in case they wanted to do one more game. They find the money for one more game. You know, I don't know. Hmm. It's interesting. But, you know, hey, it's Dishonored gameplay. Dishonored gameplay is the best. I I love just fucking taking my time. Half the time I end up just killing everybody because I get caught and then everybody's running after me. But I try my fucking hardest to be a stealth dude and just go around and do everything silently. And then it eventually all falls apart. But it's always so satisfying when you do get something done and no one sees you. The one thing that, you know, with this game, though, is that there's not a lot of like upgrades, really. Like Dishonored 1 and 2 had upgrades. Uh, and, and I'm not talking about the bone charms bone charms in the runes like you could actually upgrade your powers that's not this game they give you three powers and that's it uh which you know lore wise and everything it kind of makes sense but uh th- those powers are cool you can talk to rats you can steal somebody's identity which I actually didn't use that one that much you get your your um god i'm forgetting what it's called in designer one and two but the ability where you can kind of jump around and jump up the things and all that stuff. You get that, and you get um, uh, it's called foresight, which basically you can leave your body and run around and mark bone charms, mark enemies, you know, see if there's a path ahead, that sort of thing. Um, I thought that ability was super, super fucking useful. It, it was great. So that's kind of all you get. Um, and I really only found two of them to be super handy. But in terms of upgrades, there's not much there. There are bone charms and stuff, and those are cool too. Um, that's about it. It's a Dishonored game, though. I think it's a well-made Dishonored game, but if you never like Dishonored games, don't even bother. You know. But it's neat. They, you, they reuse some environments from Dishonored 2. Okay, you go back yeah. to, to some locations... That that you have visited before, but it's different. So I didn't, I didn't mind it. Um, it's neat. Color me interested. I was already interested in this game, and I can't wait till I can play it and see for myself. Um, yeah. Just for those curious, how long did it take you? About six and a half hours. All right, that sounds good. That sounds like it, a good Saturday. Yeah, definitely. And and I, I felt like I was taking my time through the levels, too. Like, I, I spent a quality amount of time looking around and stuff. There's optional uh, side missions called contracts that you can do. And those are actually some of them are actually pretty tough to do. You really got to they don't really tell you what to do. Like, you really got to read the description of the contract and go, okay, I fully understand because you can't, sometimes you can't go in guns blazing. Sometimes even if you like, there was one where I had to steal some plans from this guy. So I had to pickpocket him. But if I killed him, the contract, no, if I killed him and didn't get caught, no, if I knocked him out, no, 
Like I literally had to just steal it and do nothing basically. Mm. So you have to be, you have to pay attention to what you need to do with them, but they're, they're cool for sure. They just kind of like tell you where the contract is. They tell you a little bit about it, but you still kind of got to figure it out. It's, it's cool. I mean, it's kind of a little extra padding because all you really get is coins and stuff that you can then go buy gear and upgrades and all that stuff. But I enjoyed them for sure. Dishonored, RIP. You were great. Yeah, well, it looks like they're going to move on to Prey. Hopefully, Prey can. I hope so. If Prey gets better than the first game, I, I think, yeah. If it if it accelerates in the way that Dishonored to Dishonored Two did, man, I'm excited. Yeah, I really hope that Prey gets a sequel. I just love Arcane's style of gameplay, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I love Prey, I love Dishonored. The studio's fucking cool, and. I would love to see what they do next if it's new. Yeah, I I would totally be behind them doing something new as well. Like they make good games that play differently than most other people. How mm-hmm. they make games. It's yeah. Like, and they're we, great. We good. We haven't had like immersive Sims like Bioshock. And I know it's kind of weird to make that comparison. They have their differences, but and they they're also quite similar in a way too. Yeah, absolutely. And in, you know, I love that arcane has, you know, really stuck behind great single player experiences. Those are cool. And I'm glad that, that, you know, someone like them is sticking with that stuff. Yeah. So hopefully they continue to do so. Otherwise I haven't played, too much else i mean played some madden which is fine played some destiny 2 i haven't done any of the faction rallies but i did do all of my exotic quests up to a certain point uh so i gotta do the rat king quest basically i gotta do every step of that the nightfall piece will be interesting to Mm -hmm. do but i think it's totally possible if you get a group that's just like hey let's just keep running the nightfall and we'll get better and better and better at it every time that's what i'm looking for with that i think that could be a lot of fun to do do you have to do the rat king yeah i still have to do the rat king yeah i i just need to get to the point where you got to do the nightfall mm-hmm. but i know what i need to do um got and i'm almost done with the other two uh and then also got the the might a mini tool which is an intriguing weapon I'm getting some cool gear but i didn't play it a whole lot but got got my exotic quest up to a certain point i'm actually kind of to the point where i'm like there's not a lot to do in destiny 2 yeah we still have the raid looming over us and yeah that's just like not gonna ra- happen while i'm this busy yeah like the raids there we haven't done that yet i that, that's like the biggest thing I do really, really want to do trials, but like the flashpoint is, you know, that's a weekly thing. I'm talking like new shit. Not a whole lot lot there right now. That's fine. I mean, I still enjoy what is there and we have played the fucking shit out of this game so far. I don't intend to stop playing, but it's just feeling slightly uh, light at the moment. Yeah, I I think I'm going to get to the point where like I'm raid ready with with like I I'm already raid ready with my Titan, but I I want to yeah. I want to grind up get my hunter and uh warlock up up on par with my Titan right now. And I think that's the point where I'm going to be like, all right, I can stop playing Destiny for a while, I can focus on other games. And I think at that time by the time I do that, it'll be time for Wolfenstein, it'll be time for Assassin's Creed. And that it'll just time out well, and then that'll carry me until Call of Duty, and then eventually when the Destiny uh, DLC starts popping, mm-hmm. I'll be ready to come back to it. Yeah, that's it. That's all I've played. I can think of. I don't fucking know. I don't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> we should do a Madden rematch sometime. We do. And speaking of fantasy, speaking of football, fantasy football, I've remained undefeated. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you I got wrecked. Like he, uh, dude, wreck doesn't even describe what just happened to me. It over the weekend. Like, yes. 
Oh, like reminds me, I need to check my shit right now. So that was terrible. I basically I got beat 135 to 52. Ooh, ooh, you scored 52 points. I'm not joking when I said everybody on my team is hurt or literally took a massive dump on me last week. Nobody did good except. So I have Jordy Nelson on the Packers on my team. Didn't play him because I'm like, he might just suck because he was injured the game before or might get injured again. Didn't play him. He's the only one that did good. It wouldn't have mattered anyways, but it was awful. Matt Ryan threw three picks for me. Mm. It was just a terrible, terrible fucking week. I don't think, you know, we've only played fantasy football for a year and three weeks uh, in terms of football season. But I don't think anybody has scored that few amount of points. Yeah, that that I'm going to say (laughs) that was was probably the worst performance I've seen in a while. Yes, it was just it was terrible. So I blew the shit out of my my fantasy football team i fired a lot of people <laughs> i got some new faces in there i'm, I, I'm throwing shit at the wall at this point oh, i'm yeah. like I, I i you know last year i just had the perfect storm of like great players because i had aaron Rodgers, julio jones and Le'Veon bell and julio jones awesome. yeah julie <laughs> <laughs> all right just making sure that you are aware that <laughs> yeah but those three kicked ass i ain't, I ain't got Many people like that to share. This week, I'm playing against the guy who exploded on you. Yeah, I know. It'll, that'll be an interesting week. He had fucking Todd Gurley on the Rams go off for 34 points. It was over last Thursday night before I could even get started. <laughs> I was done. So it'll be interesting. It will be. Um, I feel like, though, you're the only team that just has a lot of power to it like every week you're projected to score like a well beyond 100 points yeah i've and everybody else is around like 100 it's because i pay attention to lineups and schedules i mean i I do too and pick up players it it also you have to get the right people and i look at your team i'm like you have the right people yeah i have you you have stacked the fucker Mm. Yeah, and it's not because nobody else had a chance at those players. It's just that no. I did I did a little bit of research, and I was like, you know what? These are the guys. These are my guys, and I want them now. Yeah. Right now, though, I saw if the playoffs started, I would not be in. No, Even you Even though I'm tied at one and two, I would not be in because yeah, I have not scored a lot of points this year. Ah. Hopefully it turns around for you this week. I'm hoping, but you know what? Doesn't matter because guess who you lost to last year? Well, shut up. <laughs> that was last year. All right, just I eat a bag it. of dicks. I'll, even if I'm like fucking two and ten, I'm gonna keep rubbing it in. <sighs> this is my year. Fun. I'm going to go undefeated. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I made those claims last year. I didn't go undefeated. Mm. I still won though. <laughs> One whole shebang. All right. Well, enough about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's your fantasy football five minutes that we have about every week. Yeah. Now, um, let's so get into some news. Um, we'll start off with the SAG after strike. They're they're the thing that started last year. It's finally ending. They're they're coming to an agreement now. Uh, tentative agreement so they're working some things out there's going to be some compromise between the groups i believe some of the compromises i don't think they're going to be they're still not going to get residual bonuses but there's some other things about like knowing a little bit more about the project and the type of stuff you'll have to do because i can imagine there are some things that are uncomfortable for certain actors to do yeah like say if you were to play someone who is suffering from like some sort of domestic violence and you have experienced that sometime in your life you probably have a right to know that because it could trigger ptsd or something like that i i think those kinds of things are definitely things that actors should know about when they go into a role i don't know why you wouldn't 
no. I mean, I guess you're trying to get people in super early on development, so maybe the developers don't know, but it's got to be extremely hard to act when you don't know what you're acting for. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. I think I think it's just a super secret video video gamey thing. It's yeah. just it's exclusive to video games. I think it really is. Yeah, it, I mean, you see like movies and stuff. They announce movies like four years ahead of time, where games are just so secretive about stuff. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah, but looks like a good thing here. They're gonna get some of the regular actors back on projects and that's just that's just good for games in general i think um let's go on to another thing that got a little bit better uh so warner brothers had that weird thing with the charity dlc now turns out they're gonna make that dlc free and just donate money anyway yes which definitely clears up all confusion about this. Yeah, I mean, it's still shitty that they tried to sell it in the first place. I mean, now you could turn around and say, well, now the family might not get as much money as they did before. But profiting off of a man's death is not not a good thing. So this is good. I mean, the way they set, said it is that they weren't going to try to advertise it in places where they couldn't donate the money because of laws but it's still like that's that's weird that it's even available if you can't i I don't know it's weird it's a weird thing laws are weird taxes are strange uh yes hopefully you know the donation that they're going to make to the family you know is significant yeah and let's hope um but it's good that they're making it free they kind of had to Mm mm-hmm I mean, it it just would have been an awful look for them the whole time. I still think it is an awful look for them, but you know, at least they're they realized, you know, hey, we we handled this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Speaking of handling things the wrong way, Ugh, Ooh, God, let's, yeah, let's talk about Bethesda here for a second because Bethesda is they've tried they were like the forefront of the paid mods thing on Steam, and now they're they have their own creation club which they're now using to push a survival mode in Skyrim, um, a survival mode in which there are already free mods that people have made up until this point there's a way to play Skyrim survival mode if you play on PC and I'm not sure if those same mods are available on console but uh, it looks like Bethesda is trying to package these together they're giving it away for free for a week which I thought was really weird they want to hook you in for a week on their survival mode and survival is a thing that they've had in uh, Fallout for like yeah. it just came with the game and now they're trying to sell mods for Skyrim it's it's really strange to me and I don't I don't like it no I think it's fucking stupid that they're not going to give this mode away for free it's Skyrim like Skyrim is so old at this and point and for fuck's sake to stop trying to milk Skyrim Jesus Christ like, yes, exactly. And it's just very dumb that they're trying to sell this when it's been released for free in the past. You know, like when it comes to Fallout in Skyrim, mods are one of the most important reasons on why those games stay around and have such a great life to them. And they're completely trying they're completely fucking it up by trying to force people to pay for mods especially Skyrim Skyrim is just so old at this point they've tried it and it fucking backfired on them in a massive massive way and they're trying it again their Bethesda creation club stuff like the content on there that I've seen looks terrible (laughs) 
in just about every way and they they're trying to spin it in a way in a different way of like oh you're not paying for mods it's mini dlcs and it's like no it's just the whole thing is just dumb it comes off greedy comes off in a very shitty i just don't understand it I don't think anybody really does of like just why besides wanting to make money like it just makes no fucking sense at all. And yes, they are milking the living shit out of Skyrim. It's crazy. They should be working on that new IP. <laughs> that would be great. That, that, would, that would be awesome. Or giving Arcane the money to make more Dishonored. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, it's all it's, it's all weird. Yeah, I, I don't think this is going to be a successful thing for them, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Oh, man. It's a confusing world, video games. It is. And it is. To add more complications to the mix, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds creators contemplating further action against Fortnite's Battle Royale mode. So, of course, PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds hit a Battle Royale kind of game. Fortnite created a Battle Royale mode. Fortnite made by Epic, who does Unreal Engine. PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds runs on Unreal Engine. It's a whole mess, man. I don't know what to think of this. Yes. Uh, it, yeah, this is a very dumb thing. Basically, Blue Hole Inc., who develops PUBG, put out a, a press release that basically called out Epic and Fortnite, which is bizarre. Um, they said, we've had the an ongoing relationship with Epic Games throughout PUBG's development as they are the creators of UE4, the engine we license for the game. After listening to the growing feedback from our community and reviewing gameplay for ourselves, we are concerned that Fortnite may be replicating the experience for which PUBG is known. We've also had we we have also noticed that Epic Games references PUBG in their promotion of Fortnite to their community and in communications with the press. This was never discussed with us, and we don't feel that's right. Hmm. It's I agree that it's weird that they do that, but it's not like you have a right for people to not talk about your game if they're making a game that's similar in genre and you don't have you don't have the right you can't license or trademark a game based on its genre or how it feels to play. You you just can't. No. Like, that's... Otherwise, uh, who would own first-person shooters? Uh, fucking Call of Duty or Battlefield? Like, it's... It, you can't fucking make this argument because it's just a game in that genre, and yes, it it borrows some ideas, but those ideas are basic... are gameplay concepts, which I, I don't know if you can... I don't think you can create control that creative... Uh, it's. I don't think that's part of an uh, an intellectual property. Just the, just a gameplay idea or something like that. No, and you know if it was, and there's a lot of this like on Steam and stuff, like a fucking asset flip sort of game where it's like the exact thing, and this happens on like mobile a lot too. Then you have a case to make. In my opinion, like, yes, it's super similar. There's 100 people you're dropping down with parachutes and all that stuff. But, like, Fortnite is not an exact replica of PUBG. You know, it has its differences. Whether those differences make it super distinct, you know, that's kind of forever for you to decide <laughs> playing them. But it's not, it's like, fucking spot on. 100% the same exact thing and it's just a dumb move for Blue Hole to make because are they going to do this for every Battle Royale game when they really start to come out you know and plus Blue Hole they PUBG's kind of taken from H1Z1 yeah so like what the fuck they can't turn around and say that when they kind of stole a lot of similar ideas from that game it's like <laughs> This is how games work. That's how creativity works in, a, in the 
entertainment industry a lot. You see with all the stuff, you see a popular band come out with something entirely new and fresh, and then other bands try to emulate that and put their own spin on it. You see it in movies and TV all the time. Like it happens constantly in other genres of games. It happens all the time. Look at like Call of Duty. Call of Duty 4 comes out. It has its progression system was super addicting. It had, you know, loadouts that were cool. Then for a whole generation, that was every fucking first person shooter that had multiplayer and in all this update had progression systems. They had loadouts and all kinds of shit like that. It's like that stuff just happens. It's how games work. It's just that it just seems like a dumb move. I, I wonder if they're regretting any of it. Yeah. And by all means, this isn't necessarily affecting too much how Fortnite has been received because we, another piece we have here is Fortnite. It, the Battle Royale mode launched for free this week and they had a million players on launch. Yes. Yeah. That's a good number to hit. Um, yeah. We need to play this together because now it has squads. Yeah, I'm probably going to download this after after this podcast is over because mm. I, I do want to try out. Yeah, it'll, it'll be your sure. first battle royale. Yeah, definitely. You know, I can't play PUBG yet because it's not on on consoles. I don't have a an amazing computer to run this sort of shit. And to be so honest, PUBG doesn't run very well. It's it's not optimized yeah. very well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways, regardless, like I'm going to give this a shot and we have to play this. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to try to find some time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anything, Blue Hole helped Fortnite. Yeah. And, you know, I weird. I don't know, man. It's just it's really weird. And another quote, uh, I closed out the link, but uh, Brendan Green, the player unknown himself, said, I hope said something along the lines. I hope other people make games in this genre and put their own spin on it and not just a carbon copy and mm-hmm. implying that Fortnite's Battle Royale is just a carbon copy. And it absolutely isn't. No, it is very unique. Yeah, it's got a lot of similar elements, but it's got its own thing going on, too. Yeah, the whole the it? whole building and destructible environments thing is something that uh, PUBG just doesn't have. And it adds a whole new element to the Battle Royale game. Mm-hmm. I think another this is my opinion, of course, but I think another uh, genre of games that's just super similar in kind of it's hard to break into though but the games all have a lot of similar concept is a MOBA like MOBAs all have very similar concepts from game to game to game and some of them try to break out some of them do break out and do things differently and successfully but they still have the concepts of a MOBA mm-hmm. like come on man it's games it's how it works all if right. someone came out with a uh, a battle royale game that's that looks like PUBG, has you know a very similar map, has military like weapons and stuff, like yeah, then you have a case, in my opinion, a strong case there. But I want to plant kind of its own thing going on. I want to plant a seed in your mind for the yeah. uh, for the end of the podcast. What kind of battle royale game would you make if you had the resources to do so? Hmm. Just think about that. We'll get to that at the end. Just keep that in your mind as we get through here. But as for the next bit of news, I think this has you very, very hard. Me, yes. Take it away. It very much does. Um, Yeah, we got a new trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2. And oh my, have you seen this trailer? I have not. I'm going to watch it right after. It is so fucking pretty. And I imagine most of this, if not all of it, is in-game. And this is probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, if this is actual in-game stuff. Um, But it basically confirmed that Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be a prequel. Um, And so... 
Red Dead Redemption 2 is the story of outlaw Arthur Morgan and the Vanderlind gang as they rob, fight, and steal their way across the vast and rugged heart of America in order to survive. So I wonder if this is going to be its own self-contained story. You know, is it going to tie into the first game at all somehow? I don't know. It really bothers me that this is called Red Dead Redemption 2, yet it's a fucking prequel. It's a prequel, and it's focused on a different character. Yeah, like, when you put a 2 on something, it's a continuation of something, not what happens before. It's a fucking stupid thing. It really, really bothers me that it's called Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, just call it something slightly different, like Red Dead Redemption colon dicks hard. I don't fucking know. You know, it just irks me. Anyways, uh, but the main dude seems interesting. His character model is kind of kind of weird at first. Like he's like very buff looking and doesn't really look like a dude from uh you know the the west and all that stuff during this time maybe it's just my eyes deceiving me i'm sure get used to and stuff but you know so far it seemed like they didn't show a lot in this trail it's only a minute 40 seconds but you know it seemed like there's going to be some pretty interesting characters beautiful locations maybe some crazy ass shit that happens because there's times like they're fucking jumping off of trains and houses are on fire and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so you really just don't know what exactly the story is yet. Still no release date, still no actual gameplay, but we got to see some beautiful in engine stuff. Got to see some characters. We really don't know anything about this game. But man, the spring, spring Spring. release window. Did you expect it that early? I still don't expect it that early. (laughs) We'll we'll see. Spring turns to summer, turns to holiday. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I hope it comes out in the spring because I'm super stoked for it, but it wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't come out in the spring. They changed the two from a... You know, a normal two to the numeric things. The the, the Roman numerals? The Roman numerals, yes. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. What am I saying? Numeric. Jesus. Uh, you are. It's been a long week. But. Has been. Mm. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. Go watch the trailer because it's cool. Oh boy! Yeah, I, all I, aboard the hype train. Yeah, choo choo choo. The hype train for PlayStation Plus continues as well. Oh, October boy, 2017 yeah. looks pretty damn loaded to me. Let's get through these games. So on PlayStation 4, you're getting Metal Gear Solid 5: The Phantom Pain. How you feel about that? I love that because I did not give the Phantom Pain enough time. I got rid of it. And now I could just download it for free and maybe give it another shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Also for PlayStation 4, the Amnesia Collection. This contains the Dark Descent and a Machine for Pigs. Some horror stuff right there. I'm <sighs> spooks for October. Mm-hmm. On PlayStation 3, you're getting Monster Jam Battlegrounds and Hustle Kings. On Vita, you're getting Hugh and Skyforce Anniversary. Um, both of those cross by with PlayStation 4. Skyforce Anniversary also cross by with PlayStation 3. Um, you have a limited time to pick up That's You, which has been free on PlayStation Plus forever. It'll go t- be taken off of that on October 24th. Um, Riggs Mechanized Combat League is available to download until November 7th. And there's this uh, alpha of of what the hell hand of the gods or smite tactics it's it's a card game card strategy game it's gonna there's a closed beta starting october 17th although the thumbnail for the video trailer is an alpha and the title is an alpha so i'm guessing it's actually just a closed alpha not a beta and it's misnamed in there and finally, you can get 30% off on Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, and Titanfall 2 Ultimate Edition through October 3rd. Whew, that's a cool. lot of stuff. 
Yeah, but Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain is probably the biggest and best game to hit PlayStation Plus this generation. Oh yeah, I, I well, wonder. Maybe if... best is subjective, but you know it's a great game. Yeah, it is. You know? It is a great game. It's probably the <laughs> highest budget game put on on the PlayStation Plus. Um, yeah, yeah, and maybe Konami's just trying to get a little bit of hype, get Metal Gear's name out there before they put out Metal Gear Survive, which I don't know when that releases. I'm gonna look that up real quick. I think 2018. Uh, oh boy, uh, yep, it is coming out next year. Maybe they're just trying to get people onto Metal Gear. Maybe. Mm. Whew. It's awesome though. It is awesome, and I need to go back to Metal Gear. I need I need to play some more Metal Gear. Yeah, it's a, it's a game that's definitely on my shame list for this generation of, like, I played this game. I played it for a few hours. I just did not give it the time that it deserves. I've relegated myself to constant shame when it comes to finishing video games. Yeah. Uh It's just, it's not going to stop because there are games that released this week that I want to play. Would you like to get us started on this this week's new releases? Let's do it. Blue Reflection, PS4 Digital and Retail. A brand new RPG from Gus Studios. Hinako transforms into the magical reflector form and protects the world from devastating forces for the sake of the world. In her own dream that she thought she had given up on. Mm. Next up is Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita, both digitally and at retail. Welcome to a new world of Danganronpa, and prepare yourself for the biggest, most exhilarating episode yet. Set in a psycho-cool environment, a cast of 16 characters find themselves kidnapped and imprisoned in a school. Sweet. I need to play a Danganronpa game, and I might just jump in with this. It's awesome that they're still supporting the Vita with this release. Next up is DWVR on PlayStation VR. Feel like an action hero while switching seamlessly between an arsenal of guns, swords, and spells as you blast your way through murderous hordes. Mm. Sounds fucking riveting. Again, here we are. With another seeming like a shooting gallery. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go on to Eventide 2, The Sorcerer's Mirror, on PlayStation 4 digitally. Embark on a mystical adventure in a forgotten mountain village ruled by an immortal sorcerer. Can you unravel his secret? Nope. Can't do it. She looks so sad. Mm Mm-hmm. Why are you so sad? Don't be sad. Next up is Fallout 4, Game of the Year Edition, PS4 Digital and Retail. I don't really think we need to read this. No, yeah, it's just it's just the version of the game with all the DLC. Yes. So next up is FIFA 18, PS4 Digital and Retail. FIFA 18 blurs the lines between the virtual and real worlds, bringing to life players, teams, and atmospheres that immerse you in the emotion of the world's game. Mm. Oh, man, I am excited for this. Firefighters Airport Fire Department on PlayStation 4 digitally. Fire can be a friend, but also a merciless foe. Nowhere else is the great danger greater than at a modern airport with thousands of travelers and highly flammable kerosene. God damn it. Next up is Fort Defense on PS4. Jesus, this looks like a hot mobile port. All hands on deck. Pirates are modded dead ahead. Take part in an uncompromising struggle, repelling free booters' assaults. I'm not a good pirate. Let's look at Fragments of Him. Fragments <laughs> of Him is a PlayStation 4 digital game. When a young man dies suddenly, his friends and family are left to pick up the pieces. What were his last thoughts? What were the moments in which he changed their lives? And how will their lives be without him? Next up is the girl in the robot. 
deluxe edition, PS4, retail. The girl in the robot is a unique third-person action-adventure game set in a fairy tale world. You take on the role of a young girl trying to escape from, from a castle ruled by an evil queen. On her way, she meets a mysterious robot that can be controlled remotely, and together they encounter many challenges that test the strength of their newfound relationship. Hmm. Next hmm. up is Gundam Versus. Oh. On PlayStation 4, digital, and at retail, arcade smash hit Gundam Versus is coming to the Americas for the first time. Built from the ground up exclusively for PlayStation 4. Next up is Hob on PS4. Transform the world of Hob. Welcome to a new action adventure from Runic Games, the award-winning studio behind Torchlight 1 and 2. It's your chance. Make it home. Hob, what? Just I just looked at how many games are on this list. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. Ooh-wee, strap in, folks. All right. But anyways, Hob... I played Hob when we went to PAX 2016 and enjoyed the demo that I played there. It was, it's kind of like a Zelda like experience. So I might check it out. All right. I liked what I played when I played it. All right. Well, PlayStation Vita has another game called Koi. It's available digitally. In the once peaceful waters of the Lotus Pond, we became a lost fit. We become a lost fish who was also the last chance to save the waters for humanity. I wonder how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Light Tracer on PlayStation VR. Light Tracer is a VR pl- platform puzzler in which the player is a godlike creature who has to guide a princess in despair up the enormous tower of Belbatis. Hmm. Next up is Lightfield, a PlayStation 4 digital game. Lightfield is a hyper-futuristic racing game with a parkour twist. Drive on any surface, including walls, tunnels, and sci-fi architecture to piece together the fastest racing line. Oh boy. Next up is Mahong World Contest, PS4 Digital. That's Mahjong? Have you never heard of Mahjong? (laughs) Next up is Mahjong Contest. Complete more than 100 unique levels on different difficulty and dynamics to gain experience and earn points. For real, have you never heard of Mahjong? No. Oh my goodness! It's a it's a really cool little tile game. Uh, I don't know. Just look it up. You're. Mm. Yeah. Can't believe you don't know what mahjong is. Like I used to no. play that shit all the time, like on a computer as a kid. It's fun stuff. It's a fun little game. You you should you should learn the rules and play it. Um. <laughs> next up is Mecco Tales on PlayStation Four Digital. <laughs> Uh, an all-new adventure in the world of Mecha Wars run shoot through platforming levels filled with spikes bottom uh, we this game sounds very familiar to a game we've already read I feel like this game is already it's already been on a list but whatever maybe next up is Ninja Showdown it's every ninja for themselves in the ultimate battle for the Jade Katana. Fight alone, team up or take on friends in brutal arena-based combat where the mighty prevail and the weak pay the ultimate price, death and dishonor. Mm. What would you take first, death or dishonor? (laughs) It depends on my situation. Mm. I was trying to lead you in. I think you know where I was trying to lead you. I don't. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. I, (laughs) I failed. I failed. Next up is Outcast Second Contact on PlayStation 4 digitally. Outcast Second Contact is the complete remake of the cult title which sparked the open world action adventure genre. Take off on an exploration of Adelpha, an alien world as beautiful as it is dangerous, where your heroic journey places the fate of two worlds in your hands. 
Is this like a remake of something? I've never heard of Outcast before. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm looking very incredulous, incredulously at the line cult title, which sparked the open world action adventure genre. Hmm. Have to look that up. Next up is uh, Ferronic Deluxe Edition. PS4 retail. Ferronic is a brightly colored side-scrolling RPG set in ancient Egypt. A single mistake can be fatal, so stay on your toes in order to survive. I don't like to play video games on my toes. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. Here we have Pinball FX3. Pinball FX3 is the biggest, most community-focused pinball game ever created. Multiplayer matchups, user-generated tournaments, and league play create endless opportunity for pinball competition. Hmm. Looking at Outcast here, really quick. That's Outcast Second Contact. And I don't know if it's good or not. It's like a sci fi looking thing. But it says here Outcast Second Contact is the complete. It's the complete remake of the cult title, which sparked the open world action adventure genre, which we talked about. But uh, it's from 1991. <laughs> Hmm. Originally? Okay. I guess. I, hmm. Oh, interesting. Never heard of it before, but sure. Um, next up is Ruiner. PS4. Ruiner is a brutal action shooter set in the year 2091 in the cyber metropolis Rengok. A wired sociopath lashes out against a corrupt system to retrieve his kidnapped brother and uncover the truth under the guidance of a secretive hacker friend. I want to play this game. Yeah, it's been getting some positive reviews. Oh boy, here we go. Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash. The buxom shinobi of Shenron Kagura have fought rival ninja evil masterminds and apocalyptic demons, but nothing in their lives has ever prepared them for a water gun fight. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think I know what this game is, and I'm not looking up videos for it because I'll get put on a list. Mm -hmm. Splasher. PS4. Splasher is a fun, challenging 2D platformer filled with humor and surprises. Great. Mm. Here we have SteamWorld Dig 2 on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. Digital cross-buy. SteamWorld Dig 2 takes you on a platform mining adventure forged in Metroidvania flames. When an old training ta- trading town is struck by, mysteri- by mysterious earthquakes, it's up to you, a lone steambot, and her unlikely companion to uncover what trembling terrors lie beneath. This is another game that's getting some great reviews. Mm. The first SteamWorld Dig was a hit. Yeah. Let's see how this one plays out. Next up is Summon Night 6 Lost Borders, PlayStation 4 and Vita retail. Summon Night 6 Lost Borders weaves an emotional tale of friendship and discovery that begins in the sparsely populated cocoon world in Fallujah, where the three main characters, Raj, Amu, and Ist, live in virtual isolation. Great. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. More anime. Yeah. Yeah. On PlayStation VR, we have Voltron VR Chronicles. Voltron? I heard there's a Netflix series. I don't know if it's any good. I need to watch that. But yeah, it's a, there is a Netflix series. I think it's got a few seasons out already, too. But for oh. the video game here, it is described as become a paladin of Voltron and experience a unique story. Created exclusively for VR. Join Lance, Hunk, Pidge, Keith, and Shiro from DreamWorks Voltron, Legendary Defender, as you battle dangerous intergalactic threats. Next up is VR Frog. Basically VR Frog. Be a frog! Your PlayStation VR is your window to the frog world, allowing you to see through the eyes of a frog. Leap your way across the beautiful pond and see what's on the menu. Oh, God. 
God, that's a great description. <laughs> so, oh, it sounds boy. like a game that a child would like would have the idea for. Yeah. I want to be a frog. Yeah. Oh, boy. You can watch Spider-Man Homecoming. That's out this week if you want to. Uh, there's a new Mastodon music, which is great. New Macklemore, new Killers music. I don't like the new Killers music. I haven't heard it. Is it I any just, good? Why, why isn't it good? I just, I don't think it's the thing they do well. Oh. What's that? It just it just rubbed me the wrong way. <sighs> yeah, I haven't heard too much of it, but we'll check it out because I like to just check new shit out. Right. <sighs> well, back to my question I posed earlier. I can start if you want, but to yeah. remind everyone out there, we're going to tell you about what battle royale game we would make if we had the resources. And I can get us started here. Robots, Tyler. Fucking robots. You drop down in your base mech and you go find attachments for your robot. And you go fight to the death. Last one standing wins. But, like, big robots? Yeah, like, Small well... Alright, so I'll say the robots start about, like, um... Let's say they start about car-sized... Let's say that, yeah, they're about the size of a car and you can go find different attachments such as like if you want to not be a bipedal robot, you can get like you can get um, treads or you can get wheels, um, which you can like damage different parts of robots and stuff and disable certain parts. Um, You can find different like cannons, like lasers, uh, missiles, stuff like that go around maybe like play it on an asteroid or something some sort of space sci-fi kind of deal i don't know i just i just like the idea of a battle royale where you're finding like attachments for a robot yeah could be neat because i mean there's a lot of interesting things you can do with robots yeah it's like they don't have human limitations no you can't just like replace a human's arm with a sword yeah I mean well you could but that's a very weird medical procedure which I don't think anyone would be willing to undergo (laughs) but yeah I think robots are the future of battle royales how about you have you have you had enough time to think about it I think one franchise that would be awesome for it maybe slightly similar to PUBG, but I think it could put a very interesting twist on it. Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon. Okay. Now, I say Ghost Recon for a few things. Uh, One, you could be going around, finding weapons, finding upgrades for those weapons and all that stuff, all that good stuff. But I feel like the map could be super interesting, especially if it's a Wildlands-like map where it's a lot of varied locations. Um, but I think the thing, the spin on it would be all the different like gadgets you can get and stuff in Ghost Recon games or Tom Clancy games. Why not? That yeah. could put a whole new spin on it. Could could make it very intriguing. But at the same time, it might be a little too similar to PUBG in terms of you have like a military sort of thingy. But I think it'd be a lot of fun. What would the be, gadgets piece would be cool. What would be your restricting factor? Uh, PUBG has the gas. Fortnite has its storm. Um, I can start us off here. I think like um, an like AI controlled like robots like that are like little locusts that just go eat shit. I forget what movie that's from, but like there's these little tiny robots that just eat metal. I think that would be cool. A nuke. Nuclear radiation <laughs> drifts in. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's a Tom Clancy thing, right? Sure. Maybe. Sure. That's a Tom Clancy thing. <laughs> hmm. I mean, 
they're sort of kind of doing it with the division in a small, much smaller scale. Would you make it a restricting circle that's random on the map? Do you think that's the thing that makes a battle royale? Well, you don't have much experience playing. No, but I think that's something a battle royale kind of needs. Yeah, I mean, it you needs ca- map you need restrictions. Restricting, yeah, you need to be restricting the map as the match goes on and players get taken out because otherwise it's just going to be ridiculous. I saw a funny tweet about a thing that could happen to PUBG that I think would work really in a funny way, but it wouldn't be realistic for any either of our games is if instead of the map restricting, all the players just got bigger. Like your character model just gets bigger yeah. and bigger until you get more noticeable until like, you're like just <laughs> two giants on an island fighting. That would be ridiculous. That would be like if Nintendo made a battle royale, that would be like the goofy mechanic that they would have where people would initially see and be like, that's fucking stupid. And then you play and you're like, wow, that's kind of cool. You just you hide know? underwater and emerge yeah. like a Godzilla. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that would be fucking funny if if that was the case. Mm. But yeah, I will not take credit for that what, idea. I just saw that floating around on Twitter. Yeah. What about something like totally different? Like something like, I don't know, For Honor. Oh, yeah. Melee, a melee focused battle. Right yeah. Now. With like swords and stuff. And, and they just drop a shitload of people on this giant battlefield. Dark and you souls. Go around and. Yeah, like something like that with like hand-to-hand combat. That could be fucking really fun. Oh, that Absolver game, that fighting Absolver game, and the things that you find are fighting techniques? Yeah. Yeah. I think For Honor, though, would be cool if they could pull something off because you could go around, you could find new gear, find new swords, armor, and all that stuff, but the fighting system would make it super unique. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and, and especially if you have like squads, you could maybe try to team up. You could maybe, if possible, have more than just your normal like four player squad or something. Like, why not make it fucking like 16 players or something? So now you have this huge squad of like people charging in, storming shit. You could like separate into like two, you could have your platoon and sep- separate into like two squads. Yeah. Like, oh, that would be awesome. Ooh. I really like that idea now, now, that, now that I'm thinking about that. Hmm. That'd be fucking fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Mm. I, I heard people saying, like, Star Wars. And hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sure how I'd feel about that. I mean, maybe with Star Wars, I think, like, if you could run around is like with, like, lightsabers and stuff, that could add a more of a fast-paced element to, to a Battle Royale. That could be cool. But I feel like Star Wars weapons... You know, especially shooting wouldn't feel satisfying. Twisted metal. Twisted metal is perfect for battle royale. Mm. It really fucking is. Like it's already set up for it. But would you be surprised if uh, Metal Gear Survive turns into a battle royale video game? (laughs) Uh, I hope it doesn't, but it probably won't. I could see Konami maybe doing it, though. I, I think Konami is the one who doesn't give a shit about what it looks like on their rep. Yeah. <laughs> they like, definitely don't. Fuck it. We're putting a battle royale in the Fox engine. And you're going to like it because the Fox engine is pretty cool and it does mm-hmm. neat stuff. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how the genre catches on because it's it is the big thing right now. Yeah. You know, I think it was a few years ago. It was MOBAs and MOBAs are still huge. But, you know, everybody wondered, like, well, what is the next big thing in video games? And and you know what really fell flat right here? It is. You know what fell flat, though? Asymmetric what? multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 tried to get pushed pretty hard and that did not work out well for Mm-mm. anybody. Yeah. That that fell flat on its face. Yeah. I think that's all we have this week for done with this battle royale talk. We need to play that Fortnite battle royale together though. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go download that shit. Yeah, hopefully um, we play it whenever you get the chance. Yeah, I'll let you know more. Um, yeah, so that'll do it for the show this week. This has been episode 81 of the PlayStation Report. As always, you can contact us at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or at PS Report Podcast on Twitter. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth and Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids, where you yes. probably talked about that Mastodon album, maybe? Am I assuming things? I'm about to go record that right after this. Holy so. shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Go get your fix on other entertainment stuff, as well as some video games over there. Until uh, next week... Be good to each other, play your video games, and what do we tell the folks to do? Stay saucy.